Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games FM, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now, welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skipstad. This one is fresh off the game table. It's time for more board game buzz as Board Games FM gives you a first impression of the latest games to hit our tables. All right, everybody, welcome back. If you've been listening, we've been talking about sneak peeks at Origins and uh, what Bezier Games is going to be releasing this year. So if you are just tuning in, go ahead and take, uh, take a second to listen to that. Um, because there's going to be some awesome stuff released by them. Also, remember, Theology of Games will be uh, hosting a booth this year in the exhibit hall. There's going to be some sweet prizes and awesome giveaways, so you want to stop by and check out the Theology of Games booth. Also, some publishers are going to be uh, meeting with Theology of Games at the booth, and they're going to be showing the latest and greatest games. So if you want to stand around and see some of the uh, publishers demoing their uh, latest and greatest games with Theology of Games, go ahead and feel free to do that. It's going to be fantastic. But as I mentioned earlier, this past weekend I was on a men's retreat with my church and we played a lot of games. The game I want to talk about is Power Grid Deluxe. Now, Power Grid's been out for a while, a long time, so has Power Grid Deluxe and so has the card game, which Scott talked about uh, last week. He really enjoyed this game. I'm anxious to check it out too, seeing as it cuts the time of the game in half. But um, for now, we're going to talk about Power Grid Deluxe. Power Grid is basically a game where you're going to be bidding on power stations. Then you're going to be buying resources. As they get bought up, the demand goes up, so the price goes up. And then you're going to be powering your uh, power stations with your power plants or something like that. So if you have um, resources on your power plants that that you bid on, then you can power a certain number of power stations, however many uh, stations the power plant will do. And then you're gonna keep increasing your power stations across the board until you get to an end game marker, which is like 17. Whoever gets there first and can power the most uh, stations wins the game. So it's a resource management, money management uh, kind of game, a bidding management. You wanna make sure that you're, you know, people are up bidding you on these power plants that you're buying and you don't wanna to go too high, you might wanna let them have it at a certain price, all sorts of good stuff. Power Grid Deluxe is essentially the same game. It's a double-sided board with North America and Europe on the other side, and the board is a little more expansive on the North American side, and the color scheme is different. A lot of people complain about the color scheme. They don't like it, they don't think it's as pretty looking as the first one. I could agree with them on that, that might be fine, but people slam Power Grid Deluxe because of the plastic coins. And I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, okay, I understand plastic money is crappy. It is not fun. But let's face it, you are dealing with paper money in Power Grid, the original. Paper money, trying to trying to deal that out and, and get that to unstick from each other. It's just so, oh, it's awful. It's awful, especially when you get later in the game and people are getting huge payouts of money for powering their power plants or their power stations. It's incredible as you're trying to deal this money out and and it takes, you know, 10 minutes just to get everybody their money because the paper's sticking together. Okay, the coins are not cool either. They, the plastic coins, but at least you can pick them up and at least you can see the difference in price a lot better. I, I, I just think I love Power Grid Deluxe because it takes 
uh, a couple bad components in the first game and makes them better. Another thing it does, what I, what I was talking about with components, is it puts the card tableau on the board. Um, there's a tableau of cards for the power stations that you're going to bid on that come out. And normally you just have to put those up on top of the board and just lay them out, um, eight cards, and then you bid on them and then you refresh and blah, blah, blah. You do all this. It's actually laid out on the board. They give you sections for each cards. They give you sections for each deck. They give you a spot to show you how to reseed the board each game uh, or each round when you're reseeding the board with new resources. They give you good tracks on the board. Before you had to do most of that stuff off the board not fun but doing it with power grid deluxe it cleans up the game a lot more it plays a lot smoother and um, i just think the game maintenance isn't nearly as difficult as it is when you're playing the original game the only thing that i think maybe power grid the original game has better is just the overall look as far as color scheme and and things like that but uh you know that's just that's just preference at that point uh, so I love Power Grid Deluxe, played a lot of it this weekend. Super awesome level of strategy. It's one of the most thinky games I have. And it's really kind of simple as far as how you play it, the, the uh, mechanics of the game. But just trying to strategize to make sure you save enough money to do each section of the game is really, really quite difficult. Love Power Grid Deluxe. Check it out. It's by Rio Grande Games, and it's fantastic. That's it for now. Check you later. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skifstad. I've been a little bit of MIA recently. This uh, past weekend, I was at a uh, men's retreat uh, put together by my church where we played many games. It was a lot of fun, uh, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But what I want to uh, also mention is that Origins Game Fair is right around the corner. Now, Theology of Games is going. Uh, there's going to be a booth there. There's going to be a lot of good stuff happening there. But what we want to do is we want to give you a little bit of a sneak peek leading up to it uh, each day here. And there's a lot of good stuff coming to Origins Game Fair this year. Uh, so we want to talk a little bit about what you're going to be seeing at Origins Game Fair. Now, like I said, there's a ton of stuff. And so I'm only going to spend a little bit of time talking about something um, Something I looked at today. I thought this one would be the one that I want to bring to the table today. I saw many things. This is the one we're going to talk about. Bezier Games, who has made their claim to fame with uh, games like One Night Ultimate Werewolf. I think that was one of their first, like, huge ones. They've done great with Suburbia, uh, Castles of Mad King Ludwig, now the Palaces of Mad King Ludwig, Werewords, all sorts of good stuff. Uh, these are some of the games that have really just, like, help them explode and uh, they are going to be releasing some new games at Origins. One of the games they're going to be releasing is the Werewords Deluxified Edition. Now this was a Kickstarter recently, uh, probably about two or three months back it was released on Kickstarter. They must have had a plan to get a really quick turnout rate for this game because they are, uh, they are going to be selling it at Origins Game Fair. Now what they've done is they basically uh, upgraded some components, a little bit of different, a little bit of uh, uh, variety in the gameplay. There's a little bit more to that. They have a new whole uh, app that they've created. It's a it's a redone app, reconfigured app with a new narrator voice. The box looks great. It's beautiful. It's a fun game. It's it's basically 20 questions with hidden roles, and it seems simple, but it's a lot of. It is simple. 
But I mean, it seems like it might get like uh, it, it might wear on you pretty quick. It doesn't. Like we played this game, me and my uh, game group, and we run this game back probably like eight to ten times before we're ready to put it away. And then by the time we want to bust it out again, it's 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 a couple weeks later and it's still fresh. So Where Words Deluxified Edition. Uh, go ahead and pick this up at Origins if you're interested. If that sounds like a good game to you. Another one Bazir Games is uh, releasing is a game called Werewolf Legacy, uh, or Legacy Werewolf. Now I can't remember. Uh, essentially, this is going to be a legacy game set in that One Night Ultimate Werewolf universe. How in the world they're going to do this, be, I don't know, because basically One Night Ultimate Werewolf is a hidden identity game, kind of like Mafia and Confidant. It's the same thing, only you have cards. And... Um, one person's the werewolf, maybe two, three, depending on the number of players in the game. And the villagers are trying to figure out who the werewolf is. And uh, at the end of the game, if you figure out who the werewolf was, the werewolf gets a chance to figure out who the confidant was or, or the one who, was, who knew who they were and was trying to get the villagers to uh, go with them the whole time. Bad explanation, but most of you have played this game. How are they going to turn it into a legacy game? I have no idea. I've read a little bit about it. They talk about um, uh, gaining roles throughout the game, gaining criteria for your character throughout the game. Um, I don't know if there's going to be different werewolves through each game, if that's even the way it's going to play. I'm really intrigued by Werewolf Legacy. How is this going to play? I know that it's got to be a one and done because they said uh, once you play it, I did read once you play it, there will be kind of expansion scenario packs that you can buy. Uh, because you will not be able to play the, the original scenarios again. So, I don't know. It sounds really exciting. I can't wait to check this out. You should check it out, too. Um, that's what's being released from Bezier Games uh, this year at Origins Game, Game Fair. Check it out if that sounds interesting to you. Sounds interesting to me. Also, stay tuned for more uh, sneak peeks on Origins Game Fair. That's it for now. Check you later. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games FM is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.